0: Welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix. This is episode 197. I'm your host, Chris Britton, and let's go. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all of the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. So we're missing the sexiest ranch hand in the entire United States, and if you needed any more evidence as to that being the truth, just go on to Facebook, to the Dial H for Heroclix Facebook, and look at that sexy cowboy hat that Calder is wearing. You'll thank me later. Joining me in the studio today is we have superfan and vigilante Seth Aaron. So what's going on,
1: Seth? Oh, try not to,
0: trying not to cough on, in
1: the mic right now, <laughs> fighting a sinus <type> infection.
0: <laughs> but I'm sucks. here. That, to that be sucks. Here. But I'm glad you're here. We also have, from all the way over on YouTube, Mr. Clicks Flicks himself. Jamie, what is going on with you, man?
2: Uh, nothing much. Just having a good time being on here with you guys again.
0: Well, welcome back. Both of you have been on the podcast before, so I wanted to just uh, outright say thank you guys for showing up. We always appreciate that. And uh, filling in... Since Calder's going to be gone this week. Mm -hmm. Happy to be here.
2: Yep, excited. Always a blast.
0: Well, we have a packed show this week. What we're going to do is cover some news. There were a lot of spoilers. Uh, uh, Not dials of spoilers, but just pictures. I believe they came from Gamma. um, From Let's see. Turtles, the new turtle set, the new Justice League-slash-Batman-animated-slash-Beyond set, and Infinity, Avengers Infinity. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, uh, let's just start off, I'm going to get your guys' opinions and rename any of these that I misnamed, because I'm just going to try to go through them. Um, Let's start off with the Batman animated series set. Uh, I've got a picture in front of me, and it's got some of these we've already seen before. Grey Ghosts. Batman, we've got an Aquaman on top of a seahorse. Uh, Joker in his nice purple suit. We've got Apache Chief, which is the first time he's ever been clicked, which is pretty exciting. We've got uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman Beyond, that's Terry McGinnis. Uh, that's going to be Harley Quinn, and I have no idea who that person is on the chair. Do either one of you happen to know who that is?
1: Uh, I don't. Mmm... Maybe no, no, oh, I don't. No.
2: It's been it's been so long, and I've had so many concussions <gasps> since I saw Batman
1: the Animated Series. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i I'm not sure who that is.
0: Well, that I'm is sure someone's is like gonna... it, it's, it's it's this person, but yeah, it'll don't... make sense. I'm sure when we finally it will be like, oh, duh, yeah, that's that guy. It's it, an... kind of shows you the room of us three and our knowledge of DC, which is basically nothing. We will get into that later when we, it's not would, my fault. i tell was me to write a good it. comic
2: book and I'll read it.
0: <laughs> Kingdom come. That's all you need to read from DC right there. <laughs> that's it. And killing joke. That's it. Oh yeah. Killing Joke's good to you, but, um, okay. So that's all we got on Batman animated. Uh, we've got Avengers infinity and I actually know everybody in this, in this picture believe it or not so in front of us we've got actual infinity the female cosmic entity we've got a copy of the stranger and a kree sentry those are all going to be two by two characters Uh, we have pulsar which is captain marvel slash uh, monica rambeau as well as quasar mantis and what looks like an Iron Patriot. And then there's three characters that I had to do a little bit of research into because, I honestly, I had no idea who these characters were. But after I I looked into it, and I'm going to give a shout-out to a guy from uh, from Reddit on this one. But these are all Space Knights. Uh, On the top left, you're going to have a character named Starlight. Uh, you have a guy on the bottom that looks like it's gonna. He it, it, it has like an optic blast coming out of him. Um, his name is. Uh, let's see.
2: Unseen. Javelin.
0: Javelin is his name. And then this is uh, This is from that slideshow. That picture. That, that's the one I'm talking about. We've got uh, more. Okay, never mind. More I, I see it now. It. It's just a slideshow yeah. picture. Uh, that's Javelin. And then the other guy, the one with the green that has like a, a staff in his hand. I'm sorry, that's Javelin. Then there's a guy up on the top right. uh, He looks like he's on fire. His name's Fireball. So those are all Space Knights. I thought that was a little interesting, especially because they've never made any of those characters before, to my knowledge, as well as it really opens the door for a fan favorite character named Rom. You guys have heard of Rom before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if there were ever a set that we were going to get Rom in, it would definitely be this set. Mm-hmm. Uh it sounded to me, Jamie, like you, you you're already on to some of the other pictures, so why don't you tell me what you saw? Um, I just saw I mean the
2: the I, I'm really excited for the Venom space night. That looked uh pretty good. Uh and uh the unseen, which is apparently Nick Fury again. So I really I need another OP Nick Fury since this one's about to rotate out from Nick Fury Agency Shield. Yeah. But uh, the Colossals look cool. Uh, you, you can talk about those. you were doing a good job. The only thing that I'll say is that the Colossals we got previewed, um, I didn't see anything with a C- Retaliator point value.
0: That's a good point. Like nobody had a
2: 15 point value or, or like less than 100.
0: To, yeah, it's like not, nothing less than 100, but let's come back to that uh, because there are a few more pictures that we got. Um, Seth, any yeah. of these characters that you know just off the top of your head? I'm curious. <laughs> no, okay, I'm, uh,
1: I'm, Like
0: comic, comic yeah, wise, yeah, comic wise, in it.
1: But I like I couldn't tell you who almost anybody is here because I don't like read a ton of comics. Yeah. But oh, I cool. will say that a lot of the sculpts look really nice, like some of the better sculpts that we've gotten recently, mm-hmm. and like that Venom Space Knight looks so good. Yeah, and um, I really like the One Nova
2: one too.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, to finish it out, because there is like one more main picture that someone decided to put out, uh, we have two more two by two characters. That's going to be in uh, Eternity, and then the other one with the two faces on it. That's going to be Master Order, Lord Chaos, Master Order. I might be mm-hmm. mixing those names up. Uh, it's Chaos and Order. Um, they look sweet. I 100% agree with you. the The sculpts look solid, and. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of knew that this was going to happen, but there is going to be different rarity levels between the different uh, two by twos, and um, I, I think Eternity is a super rare.
1: Ooh! I just I don't understand how they're going to have rarities for something that's already. I mean, I guess because every booster you get one. That's yeah. Really suck if you wind up with like five or six of the same colossal like. No one is going to want to purchase that because everybody is going to have the same one. I feel like they they should have just done what they did with uh, Thor and just put one in a brick and call it good. Because I feel like it's just going to get oversaturated. And then the ones that are like the super rares or the chases of the colossals are going to be like go for astronomical prices.
2: Yeah, it's very Can you long. imagine trying to trade for all those and like do, having to do it online where you got to ship them all?
1: Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. <sighs> I mean, I understand WizKids doesn't care about the secondary market because they're not making anything off of it. But
2: I mean, the, they need to, uh, but yeah.
1: But at the same point in time, it's like when you have people that have six of the same colossal. It's like, what? What am I? Gonna, I'm never going to do anything with these. Like, I have so many of them. Yeah.
0: So uh, it looks like Lord Chaos and Master Order uh, does have two team abilities, going to be the Power Cosmic and Mystic team ability. Uh, Eternity looks like he just has the Power Cosmic team ability. Mm -hmm. Um, These are just precursory information facts that I found just from these pictures that we've got. Um, But let's go back to what you brought up earlier, Jamie, which was all of the ones that we've seen, which I think three of them, the minimum point value on them is 100 points. So is that going to be a retaliator, or is it just going to be a basic point line?
2: I, I think that it's just going to be a basic point line. I think that uh, they've demonstrated that pretty much a retaliator is going to be 40 points or less, um, and I haven't seen any of that. I think I've seen four or five of these Colossals like, floating around online. Uh, I heard through the grapevine, I forget who, somebody said that, like, only, like, five, four or five of the Colossals are going to have Retaliator clicks. If they do and you want one, you better prepare to pay through to those on those.
0: Hmm. <laughs> you thought Carnage was expensive.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we are getting ten uh, packs per brick like normal,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: every single one of those packs is going to have one of these Colossals in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So do you think we're going to end up with one of each of the ten? Or how many are there? Are there 16 in this set? I can't remember. I don't remember.
2: Either way. Uh, I don't know. But I, there's no – they're not going to give you all of them in, per brick. Do you buy no, a, I,
0: if, if you it buy – If it is 16 well, and they do give you ten, that means you're still missing six. But that's like based off of it being ten unique ones that they give you. I, that's I mean, both, they don't pull doubles.
2: Yeah, I mean, WizKids hasn't proven to me that they can control how much, like, of a particular figure you get to believe that you'd actually get ten different figures in a brick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you always hear things about, um, you know, uh, Coalition or, uh, uh, you know, like, how many of what figures in there and, like, how there's always problems with it. I just – I don't think they're going to be able to make sure you get ten different Colossals.
1: They could put a guarantee on the box – and I still wouldn't
0: believe it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably fair. All right, any last things you guys want to say about Infinity?
1: Just that Eternity's sculpt probably is, looks the best out of all the ones that we have
0: that have been spoiled. It does look it's, good. It's
1: so sparkly, yeah. But it's yeah. So cool.
2: Yeah. I'm excited. I saw um, there's supposed to be a Century 451, so I wonder if there's going to be, like, some generic colossals. Like they've done in the past, like all the ones we've seen are like we named, have but I wonder if there's going to be like colossal Sentinels or, you know, not that they'll have Sentinels in a Infinity set or a Avengers set, but you know what I'm saying.
0: Well, I think that Cree Sentry is a generic. Uh, it could be. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it is.
1: Well, the so. first generic colossal we got was what? Uh, the Frost Giants? Yeah. Just because... I,
0: I think that Cree Sentry is going to be the equivalent to the uh, like the Green Lantern Manhunters. They're like the same thing. Okay. So
1: weren't the Sentinels from way from what was that? Was it Days of Future Past? Weren't the the Sentinels from that set generic or were they named? No, I think uh, they were generic.
2: Yeah, those were generic. Okay. Uh, they had generic Sentinels and generic Frost Giants and giant size X Men. Uh, so they've had generics for a while, but this last set didn't really, I mean, they had a couple, but I don't know. It's, it you know, only getting one per brick, you know, it's really hard to get a bunch so that you can have like a generic army. But if they had, you know, if you're getting, you know, 10 boosters in a brick and you get, you know, three or four that are the same, you know, it might make it so that you can build some kind of cool army. So I'm kind of looking forward to that.
1: If it – yeah, if they're generics. If, yeah. if you happen to pull the generic multiples, that would – Yeah. Be, but hindsight says otherwise. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I'm skeptical to
1: say the least.
0: Okay. Well, let's move on since we don't really know. We're just all conjecturing at this point. But we do have some confirmation on this year's summer organized play, which to me seems crazy that they would have chosen this because – I thought that they like to go kind of like back and forth between Marvel and DC. Last year was Civil War. This year is Days of Future Past. How do you feel about that, Seth?
1: Uh, considering I don't really know much about that storyline, it—I mean, it sounds sounds fun from the from the old Days of Future Past set. The, I know playing against those Sentinels was a pain, so I feel like they're gonna like the prizing. It will probably be some like ungodly good sentinel. So I think it'll be fun. I just feel that we're going to have another like civil war thing on our hands where they have they only make so many figures, and you're going to have so many of those figures if you have to play for x amount of months or whatever. That's but, possible. But mm-hmm. I think it'll be. I think it, it'll be fun, Jamie. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. The tri
2: sentinel alone that was pictured is gonna make it fun i don't know if that's like the final prize or what but uh that'll be okay it's a little surprising you know they, they visited days of the future past a couple different times so i don't know if, if in their licensing agreement like they have to bring it up you know every so often like there always has to be something modern or what the deal is um, i'm not a huge dc guy but you know would have been nice for a little bit of change up for them but i don't know maybe maybe the sales numbers are showing that you know dc doesn't really do it and that marvel does so
0: well, got to me pay- it's like they just keep reprinting the same 10 characters in every dc set
2: yes there is that well i uh, uh, from what i've heard is that uh, the licensing agreement with dc is much more strict um and that they don't have a lot of liberties on the characters that they can play that they can print and make figures of.
0: So let me ask you this, Seth. Yeah. Are you surprised or disappointed or anything about how it is is two Marvel summer organized plays in a row? No,
1: because I'm still a relatively new player. So I haven't seen like the back and forth kind of deal as most seasoned players have. So I'm not too upset about it. I like the dc figures a little more than the marvel figures but at the same point in time it's like how many how many sets are we going to have in dc that don't include batman so like what what storyline or summer event would we have where, we, where we're not going to have batman wonder woman superman green lantern clicks because we've already had four or five sets where that was pretty much the whole set was oh you wanted harley quinn cool here's Here's Batman figures in it anyway, okay, so it's like I think it kind of goes with what Jamie said. They're not selling well, maybe their licensing is a lot more strict, so it only makes sense to have like an actual Marvel set do it again, mm-hmm. and maybe in the fall maybe what two thousand nineteen we might two thousand nineteen and two thousand twenty we might get two d c summer events, so who knows, yes. But I do have the, uh, the synopsis for the Days of Future Past, that slide. It's a three-month mm-hmm. event. Uh, you will have a brand event series. We'll have six brand-new Wanted Poster ID cards, as well as Ever Before Clicks, to grand prize Tri-Sentinel figure. So, oh, so it is confirmed. That
2: it, it is, is the, the grand t- prize.
0: prize. Wow. Uh. You know, I'm actually I'm pretty happy about that because – I always thought it was really cool when at the end of it you won the serpent or you won Necron or I just think that's a really cool idea.
2: Yeah, it is cool. It's just it's gonna be a chore now. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be not nice when I play now. Now that's my
1: all. my question is, what are the wanted poster IDs gonna be for? How are
0: I don't like, know what that means, but maybe it'll be something dumb like what they did with Civil War where they flipped cards and gave you and like if you KO'd this character then you got a click of healing. You remember that? That was dumb, yeah, um, but how,
1: but the ID cards, if it's an actual ID card, would it be like, Oh, Cyclops was right and you get to like call in the common Cyclops or like like if some like if somebody on the opposing team has like like a wanted Logan.
0: Well, okay, so in this uh, picture of the slideshow, there are six character pictures. They do say wanted above them, so I'm willing to believe that these are the six characters that they're going to put on them, which include Rachel Summers, Storm, Magneto, Colossus, Wolverine, and Kate Pride.
2: Okay, here, I, I was just having a thought. Since Sentinels are a big thing and, like, the mutant hunters and stuff, It would be a cool mechanic if it was you can only play the wanted ID card if you already captured that character during the game, and then you can basically replay him on your side for one turn.
0: I mean, it could be anything at this point. Yeah. I would have never guessed, and I'm pretty sure, if you go back and listen to an episode before when we were talking about, and this would have been a really long time, a year ago, uh, when we were talking about what was going to happen in Civil War and the cards that were coming. I would never have guessed that the mechanic would have been what it actually ended up being. So, yeah. I don't even want to throw out a guess for this because I I will probably be wrong.
1: What would be really cool and really crappy on the, the other, like your opponent's uh, side is if, oh, you have the wanted Wolverine card. Okay, I have that. I added it to my force. I'm going to give my person a power action bring out the wanted poster, I'm going to take your Wolverine and essentially mind control it, have it attack your character for that turn, and then call it even. Like, you score the ID card, but I just ripped one of your figures to shreds because Wolverine. It could be
0: that anything. Would, at the that point. would be
1: kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know how well that would work. Like, you'd have to take the t- risk, the chance of not, of play, like playing a person that doesn't have one of the six people, and then you have like wasted points.
0: Well, if I know anything about whiz kids, is take whatever cool idea you personally come up with, go the exact opposite direction, and that's what they will have come up with. So, <laughs> yeah. so there you go. Now I know what you're thinking. We 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 talked about we talked about uh, let's see, infinity. We talked about X-Men. We talked about this is probably what everyone is asking themselves. Where's
2: the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? Where are they?
0: <laughs> thank you michael scott what a good question <laughs> so there was a a quick pick of uh the turtles and i'm not gonna lie i was pretty disappointed on what they chose to spoil for the turtles uh and they, that includes basically the four turtles all in 8-bit you have rocksteady and bebop also in 8-bit we have uh, one... Same looks, sculpt, by the way.
1: What? They're the same sculpts, too, I think. Or at least Bebop is. is the same sculpt as they used from the last set.
0: Well, I think it's 8-bit, though. Unless unless you're looking at a different one than I'm looking at. Because this one's well, 8-bit.
1: It looks like... I mean, it. yeah, it's 8-bit, but it still looks like it's the same sculpt. They just, oh, like
0: they just 8 bit sized the last it, sculpt? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it looks we,
0: very similar to me. We have an 8-bit foot soldier that has a boomerang in his hand, so that's that's a thing now. That's
2: from the arcade game, and it was awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have a rock soldier and then an 8-bit shredder. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. And one reuse of a sculpt of Rat King from, like, the first series.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: The Rat King. Yay.
0: Rat bystanders. All right, did, we, well, did we
2: talk about the foot soldier throwing the dynamite, too?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that one. Yeah, someone of an eight-bit dynamite.
2: That's also from the game,
1: from from the arcade game, ye old. See, that's fine. I don't mind if it's from the universe that is the arcade games because it would make sense. But why would you eight-bit anything else?
0: Mm. I I have no idea.
2: You, you know what? I I'm not gonna lie. I at first I was totally against the eight-bit. And like the more I look at these pictures, the more I kind of get sold on it. <laughs> so I don't know.
1: I I think I'm flipping.
2: I'm flipping on to this
1: one. Eight bit turtles, just because there are eight bit turtles. But I'm not buying anything else from this set. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't know. I I just I think it was the eight bit seeing the eight bit foot soldiers and that they took them straight from the game. I think finally won me over. I think that was it.
0: Well, I feel like – because we asked this on a previous uh, Community Tuesdays question about how people felt about the 8-bit, and it is very split down the middle. There's some people that just absolutely love it. There's some people that hate it, and I hope that more people end up flipping like you do, Jamie, because uh, I don't want to spend a single dime on this set. (laughs) Yeah. I went the total opposite direction. I was all for the
1: 8-bit, but now seeing everything, it just – they look so clunky. They look like, I don't know. They just, they don't look good. If they were 2D and like, they were, they were flat panel, but they look 8-bit, great. But 3D 8-bit just looks weird. It just looks like they're, they're covered in bumps, like they all have measles or something. <laughs> 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 <Like, laughs> Measle <measles> clicks. Measle clicks.
0: <laughs> That's a fun mechanic.
1: <laughs> oh, I hit you. Now you have permanent poison.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any last things you guys want to throw out before we get on to some other news?
2: Uh, no, I'm just pretty excited. I don't is the is the Avengers of Infinity is that what's going to be used for the battle royales for uh, origins and stuff like that? Is it going to be? Uh,
0: no, I think they're just going to use Brave and the Bold again. Oh God. But anyway, I'm
2: if if this is the set they use for that, I'm looking forward to having colossals involved in battle royales. Oh,
0: that would be fun! Yeah, that would be fun. New, different.
1: Just because so... I care enough, I would play the play the colossal at whatever the highest click I can get it to, and then yes, just... <laughs> we don't care. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's uh, move on to some news, uh, some other news, because here at Dial H, we like to bring you up-to-date information about the game of Heroclix, but also other nerd-related content. So let's get into some news. Okay, we've got trailers, we've got all kinds of articles from different places, but let's start off with something We already spoke about it previously, but I just wanted to bring it up again because I know what you guys already said. Trailer for Krypton, which is going to be airing on the Sci Fi Network. I believe it is going to be a precursor to the whole Superman mythos. It takes place about um, starring, I guess, Superman's grandpa. (laughs) So it does look actually pretty good. The. The graphics and everything and CGI looks really good, but I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on air. Let's start with you, Jamie. What do you think?
2: It, it's a no for me, dog. I uh, <laughs> well, that was easy. I can't, I, can't, I can't do it. Uh, now I I will uh, admit, like you did, that uh, for Sci-Fi Channel, the graphics and stuff like that did look good. But Superman's probably my least favorite character in all of comic books, um, and it's just you know, and then to have some. Thing that doesn't even have the guy in it. I'm just like, what are we doing? And then we're supposed to be under the red sun of Krypton, so nobody has any powers. And then I'm just like, why, why am I not watching NCIS then?
1: <laughs> calling it Krypton just okay. to base it into the story. I see what you're doing, sci-fi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How, there is nothing that I've seen recently that has been so much of a cash grab than this show is going to be. Because – it doesn't really have anything to do with Superman, from what I'm guessing. They're trying to save Krypton. Spoiler alert, they don't succeed. And then it's going to end up with them shooting Clark, or Kal-El, across the universe to land on Earth. So there's no good ending to this show. Why are it's they making this show? Like
1: we already know what happens to Krypton. Why yeah. do you need to make a show about it? Unless you really care about Superman's family and Kal-El's lineage... Who's gonna watch it? And it's on sci. If it was on the CW, I could understand because every other DC show is on the CW. I can understand, but why on sci-fi?
0: If you're gonna do. be on
1: sci-fi, I expect Sharknado graphics and just a poor, <laughs> poor storyline. But the graphics look too good for sci-fi. I'll probably watch an, an episode or two of it just to see what it's about. But I'm not gonna like sit down and be like, oh, man, it's on. I'm going to miss whatever I want to miss so I can
0: watch this. Here's what I don't get, and this has been my complaint with DC for a very long time, is that they have probably as many characters as Marvel does at this point. They do. But they don't ever give any spotlight to any other character than Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. So – why? Why don't they – like, I'm I'm very surprised they gave Black
1: Lightning his own TV show. Say, hey, he's getting some, a little bit of love. I haven't watched it, from, but
0: from what I've heard, it's very stereotypical. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it. It makes me a little angry. But uh, just that blew my mind that they gave him his own TV show. So I'm wondering, like, why do they just keep recycling the same characters when they could – be increasing popularity for other characters, but they just don't care. What was I, the show that they had? Was it the, the
1: Runaways? No, not The Runaways. It was the DC version of it. It was the, uh, it was on, it only had like a couple seasons. I can't remember. Are was, you talking about Young Justice? No, not Young Justice. It was live action. It was the okay. one with the, the, the people of tomorrow or something. I can't remember the name of it, but it's something of tomorrow. Okay. Maybe – I don't know. Maybe I'm having like a fever dream right now.
0: But I, I could, don't know what you're talking about, but maybe it happened. <laughs> if it did, they didn't do a very good job there, of uh, there's letting a team people know. Or
1: just a bunch of kids because I saw – there's like a billboard right by my house forever that had it on there. I just can't remember the name of the show.
0: Wait, Legends of Tomorrow? Yes! Thank you! I just watched two episodes of that today.
1: See, I knew it was something of tomorrow. I just couldn't remember what the first name of it was. It's, but it's weird. Like, why it
0: didn't click with me is because I never refer to it as anything with Tomorrow in the title now. It's just always Legends. Mm. Well, everyone I, I, calls it that, so I don't... Oh, well,
1: excuse yeah. me for not being hip on you youngsters lingo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I think this is going to be probably a, a bunch of thumbs down from the Dial age Studios, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Jaylene and I already in, agreed that we will we'll give it a chance and see if it's any good. And if it is, we'll come back, and I will, uh, I will totally let everyone know just for transparency's sake and because I'm not trying to be too biased against DC, but I'll give it a chance. Let's okay. move on to an actual great trailer. The last trailer that is going to be released before it is released in theaters. Tell me how freaking hyped you are for Avengers Infinity War.
1: Oh man, Fully aboard the hype train right now. Uh, it, I, I watched it six times, right in a row, as soon as it came out. There's no brakes on the hype train.
0: Nope. <laughs> this this movie looks to be like it's going to be probably one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Oh, for I, sure. I'm calling uh,
2: nearly $2 billion. Uh, all
0: right, lock that in. Uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll check back up on that later. But I, I, I bet you're not too far from wrong. Um, and then... Er, Let's see. The CGI looks amazing. All of the characters look amazing. Uh, Chris, did you notice a couple things about the trailer that I just wanted to throw out? There are missing characters that I thought were in this movie, including Ant-Man and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. i sure they're somewhere. Don't they might that. be. They, maybe oh, they it. just left them out of the trailer. But yeah. then at the same time, I'm pretty sure it was confirmed that not all of the Avengers are going to be in the first part and are actually going to pop up in the second part.
1: Maybe they Could were be. just being, like, a little shady. Like, yeah, yeah, they're in Infinity War, but which part?
2: But, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Hulk wasn't in this last trailer either. I guess
0: that's true.
1: That true.
0: Was, we did get a really sweet another view of the newest Hulkbuster.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that with is, the, like, creature things jumping on it. That was awesome.
0: And then also, last thing I want to say is... Do you guys remember in Star Wars when all the the Gungans created those shields over the city, and then all the android, all the robots couldn't like penetrate the shields and stuff, and they had to shoot those. Well, I, didn't I they just walk
1: through? They, did, they, they, did they fa- walk through? they 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 walk through. Yeah,
0: they could walk through. They were firing their cannons,
1: and they were realizing they couldn't break through. But eventually, they're just like, all right let's just walk through it and they walked through it and then started destroying the Gungans. but they still had their energy shields as like their own personal shields okay they had the they were and they were using those uh the blue balls I can't remember the names of them off the top of my head <laughs> but, they, but like that was the weapons they were using to destroy the uh the droids
0: well this actually paints a better point it makes my point even better in that uh did you see in the Avengers trailer all the outriders running into this gigantic dome shield thing that's going on, they all got stopped. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently Wakanda can make better shields than anyone in the Star Wars universe.
2: I mean, have you heard the Gundams talk?
0: (laughs) Who's that big dude?
2: I still, I can't, I don't even talk about that movie. I don't watch that movie. My children won't watch that movie. It, that was it, the best one. It, oh my god, it was it was the best. I, it's probably had some of the best lightsaber play.
1: But, but Metklorians, dog. But Metklorians,
2: oh, you can't bring up Metklorians in one movie and then expect me to take it serious afterwards.
0: <laughs> well, I am of the camp that I'm pretty sure Jar Jar Binks is actually actually a Sith Lord.
1: Oh my god, don't get me started. That's a whole different. <laughs> Because your eyes change colors when you turn to the Sith, they turn yellow. Jar Jar Binks has yellow eyes. He's a Sith Lord. I just confirmed.
0: Confirmed. It's confirmed. That's
1: Palpatine's ah, eyes. Right okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to a, a little sidestep. Gizmodo put out an article uh, about the crazy fan theories that are uh, revolving around this movie, and specifically the Soul Stone. So they give uh, about like, four or five different theories on where the Soul Stone is, which is the only Infinity Stone we don't know where it's at at this point. So, the I want to read just uh, what the, the theory is, maybe briefly go over it real quick, and then I wanted to get your guys' opinions on how ridiculous some of these are, how plausible some of these are, or whatever else you guys think. So, uh, somebody said it might be Tony Stark's armor, like, as in his... Uh, uh, arc Reactor, or Tony might be it himself. Um, another person said, the Hulk has it attached to a piece of rubble. Apparently uh, Hasbro put out a Hulk toy that has it attached to a piece of rubble. So it, like, how did the Hulk get a hold of the Soul Stone? Uh, some people think that it's actually Heimdall's eyes since they've got that nice yellow hue to them and he can see all of the souls of the universe, Uh, so maybe that's what it is. Some people think it's actually with Adam Warlock. On top of the Adam Warlock, um, I guess it's still called a cocoon, even though it looks like machinery in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There is a bright yellow light that people think might be the Soul Stone, which that one might be more realistic in my head just because Adam Warlock has spent a lot of time with the Soul Stone in the comics. Uh, Some people think that the One of the planets uh, that Thanos is – the planet that Thanos is from, which is called Titan, that's actually the Soul Stone. Uh, And they backed that up with a little bit of information about how in the comics they just recently showed that uh, the Infinity Stones can change sizes and some of them can be as big as planets. I guess I have not read that yet, so it won't, I'm not sure. Uh, some people think it's it's in Wakanda somehow, and that is why we have that little clip of the Outriders trying to invade Wakanda. They're trying to get the Soul Stone, like it's there, like running all of the machinery or whatever in Wakanda. And lastly, and I'm gonna I'm gonna err on this one. It's not in the Infinity War movie at all yet. Uh, just because we have two parts and I get the feeling that the first part of the infinity war is probably going to be him getting like maybe four or five of them. And then the second movie is going to be getting the last one or two to complete the gauntlet. So what do you guys think?
2: Uh, man, some of those theories are pretty good. I, I have a slightly different, more sad theory, but, uh, Out of of the ones that were laid out there, I think probably the Adam Warlock one, uh, just because it's close to the source material. But uh, my thought was actually, uh, what if Stan Lee and all his cameos are the soul stone? (laughs) (laughs) It's in every movie.
0: I like it. I like it. So he's just like a cosmic entity that's bouncing around? Yep. Um, At one point, a lot of people were theorizing that Stan Lee is actually a watcher. Mm-hmm. and that's why he can be so many different places at so many different times and different roles and stuff like that. But that was pretty much de- debunked in that scene, in that cameo, where he's hanging out with the other Watchers, and they don't seem to give a crap about him at all.
1: Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, they, he just pops in and Guardians of the Galaxy. is like,
0: oh, yeah, and this, well, what the heck
1: is that? Okay, back to my story. And they're just like, uh, oh, hum. It's like, I would, I would, I'll feed, I'll fan that flame.
0: All right. Any other theories?
1: I kind of hope it's Iron Man, too, just because I want to see Tony get smashed. Because I do not like Iron Man as a character.
0: Well, he does get pimp slapped in the trailer. Oh,
1: I hope he gets gets his world rocked. (laughs) (laughs) Which led
0: to our uh, conversation that we were having about just other random theories we were throwing back and forth between the three of us on Twitter, which... uh, how do you guys feel about Cap and Tony dying in this movie?
1: It would make sense just because both of their contracts are up. It'd be a good way to, like, go out. Like, you see that scene in the trailer where Chris Evans, Captain America, is, like, stopping a full-fledged, like, Thanos punch, and he's, like, just holding it there in all his glory. Like, if he goes out, he's going to go out like a badass. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that, good. Uh,
0: so... Um. Yeah, Jamie, what do you think?
2: I I think I would be depending on who they introduced. I could see th- basically the Trinity dying, uh, which would be Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Um, I think Captain America dying would make it so that like in the second Avengers Infinity. I I don't think Iron Man's going to die in this one. I think he'll die in the second one. And I think at the end of this one, if Cap dies, he'll end up giving his shield to either Bucky or Falcon. And then they'll be who takes over the Captain America franchise. And I could see probably like two more Captain America movies, one where Bucky is Captain America and one where Falcon is Captain America, like they hand the shield off. Uh and then Iron Man, uh, I think they're gonna give it a move uh give Black Panther another movie or two so that sh- uh Shiri, is that how you say your name? Shuri? Yep. Shuri, yeah, yeah, um, can take over as, like, the tech person. Because right now, you know, the main tech people in the Marvel Universe are Hank Pym, uh, Reed Richards, Iron Man, and Peter Parker. Well, their Spider-Man's too young to do that. Hank Pym's too old and doesn't seem like he's that smart, like, smart enough to do all that stuff. And they don't have Reed Richards yet. So it seems like they're kind of setting up uh, Shuri to take over for that. Um, and make her some kind of a Black Panther or make her uh, Ironheart, like sort of take Riri Williams. And uh, for Thor, uh, a Has- a- another Hasbro toy leaked where the new hammer was called Stormbreaker. And um, on the Thor Ragnarok movie, um, Beta Ray Bill was on the side of one of the buildings as a former champion. And so my hope is is that Bay Ray Bill is going to be a former champion that Thanos picked up to be like a minion, and he flips sides, and Thor gives him the hammer, and then Thor can die because there's no there's no need for two basically Thors. Uh, so that's what I think the possibilities are.
0: Uh, it's very unlikely that we'll get a Jane Foster Thor since Natalie Portman said she'll never return to the role, and yes. they would have to recast her, which they obviously they're not going to like doing. Uh, so I feel like they'll avoid that if they can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I would love to see a better Bill, though. Yeah. I hope a better Ray Bill is in every Marvel Cosmic set. Even though we just got one in, in the Thor set, Yeah. I would still like to see more Better Ray Bills in, mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, I, I
2: could also see them go in Eric Masterson Thunderstrike. But given that they went out of their way to name the Hammer Stormbreaker, I don't think that they're go- – I think they're going to go Beta Ray Bill.
0: Agreed. Oh, Okay, uh, Seth, you got anything you want to say before we move on?
1: Uh, no, just kind of reiterating whatever, but like what you guys have said. Like it's There's just an endless amount of possibilities, and Disney and Marvel are just sitting there wringing their hands like, <laughs> yeah, we got you. So you'll find out in April. They, there's just – the possibilities are endless. It could go any which way. It could be that every, everybody dies, and then in the second movie, okay, everybody's back. Mm -hmm. okay, what just happened? Like, well, that's what happens in the comics, so we just, you know, whatever.
0: They did, obviously, mention directly in the trailer, uh, Gamora was talking, she said, something along the lines of that Thanos wants to be able to snap his fingers, kill half the universe. She mentions that specifically. So, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what he did in the comics. That is accurate. He snapped his finger, he killed half the universe, then he brought, you know, all of them back. But,
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: I guess... We'll see. So let's move on to another article, and this is going to be from criticalhit.net, I believe. Uh, this is going to be sad news for some of you guys that are big Deadpool fans out there. Now, this is a rumor. It even starts off by explaining that it is a rumor. We don't know this for sure, but apparently the Deadpool test screening is performing really poorly to the point where they had to, like, start refilming scenes of the movie real quick and the movie's supposed to come out in like two or three months. So mm-hmm. they're on a very, very short timetable to, I guess, fix what was messed up. Now, why is it messed up? Why is this doing so well? I guess uh the first one was like this really big love story from Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds is a huge Deadpool fan. He poured his heart and soul and a lot of his own money into making the movie. Uh but there was a guy that was the producer uh, I believe is the producer, not the director. can't remember his name, but from the first one. Anyway, they had some kind of falling out, and he's not there for the second one. And a lot of people are blaming whatever happened on the second one with that guy leaving. So, how big a fan are you guys of Deadpool, and does this, like, really upset you, and where do you think this is going to go? I loved the Deadpool the movie that they
1: put out, and I like... Like, everything that is, like, about Deadpool. I'm not going to be, like, one of those people that's like, oh, my God, yeah, Deadpool. But I just – I think it's really it's, – it's bothersome to see that Ryan Reynolds is, like, putting all this time, effort, love, and energy into this movie and it's still, not, not like, not doing well because that's his sole purpose for doing Deadpool movies is he wants them to be, at the, like, as great as possible. So the fact that it's not doing well just bothers me because I like Ryan Reynolds a lot as an actor. So seeing it, see, hearing that it's failing, is just like oh, re- that really sucks. Like okay, I, So his
0: his name is uh, Tim Miller and he was the director. That's the guy that had yep. a fallout with Ryan Reynolds.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't
0: Keep they go? Didn't they go through like
1: a, a like a grace period of like they didn't even have a director for the movie for a while. Because of it, like, they had, like, Tim left, and then they had one person and he was like, nah, never mind, screw this, and he left, and then they finally decided on the last person. So I,
0: mean, I don't remember.
1: I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't remember hearing that. I
2: just, um, I know uh, Josh Brolin, who's supposed to be um, cable, uh, said on, I forget where it was the set, but he said, but he confirmed that they're doing reshoots. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather have them do reshoots on a bad movie than just put out a bad movie. Um, you know, and and it's my understanding that some of the complaints were, like, a lack of plot. So, I don't know what they're – you know, I don't know. They haven't really shown anything in the trailers that demonstrates, like, what the idea of the movie is or what they're trying to do. Um And they might not be showing it in the trailer because there's not anything to show. You know, it's just going to be a bunch of cool action shots and that's it. Which is, you know, that'll probably be enough to make it, you know, profitable. But it's not going to be enough to, like, sustain a franchise. So I think they're probably, you know, trying to make it so they can sustain a franchise. Or, you know, it could be possible that, uh, you know, somebody Fox isn't happy about the deal with uh, Disney and are purposefully scuttling scuttling their own uh,
1: property. Right before they sell it to Disney, oh, you thought Deadpool was doing great. We're going to screw it up so you can't <laughs> – yeah.
0: Okay, so official release date is going to be 18th, the 18th of May. Uh, I also want to throw out that Terry Crews is in this movie, and I love Terry Crews. Yes. yes. More than I should probably love any other actor.
2: it has got the fries that will cross your eyes.
0: I, I, I love got these Terry bur- Crews, man. You guys ever watched the <laughs> show Brooklyn Nine-Nine?
1: Mm, Everyone, one, now. Uh, if, it, if I got nothing on, I'll watch it.
0: Oh, my God. Terry, Terry Crews. That guy's impressive. I don't think he'll have
1: any more of an iconic role than in White Chicks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, with that, let's go ahead and move on. Um, okay, so we have a – actually, this was brought to me by Seth. Do uh, you want to talk to me, Seth, about the Guardians 3 timeline like what's going on with that uh let me pull it up real quick yeah i
1: just i was just on twitter because i'm a twitter lurk and i hang out on twitter probably far more than i I should admit
0: and i'm just
1: scrolling and i found that james gunn said that guardians volume 3 will take place after infinity war and avengers 4 because somebody by the name of brandon leblanc Said, "Hey, James Gunn, will Guardians three take place after the next Avengers movie, or occur during the four years between Guardians two and Infinity War?" And they linked a like article that was kind of like trying to figure out how the Guardians fit into Infinity War. And he's and he has went on record to say that it will take place after both.
0: So that's a actually a pretty wide gap that they're trying to figure out. Um, it also should be said that they're doing weird things now because it took, it's, it's taking so long to fit these movies in and real time is progressing and then you have movies like Black Panther that just came out that even though it came out as long as it did after Civil War it supposedly takes place directly after the events of Civil War. So... Our real-life timeline compared to the MCU timeline is starting to get a little bit wonky. Um, Mm -hmm. It is said also that James Gunn confirmed – was it James Gunn? No, it wasn't James Gunn. It was uh, Kevin Feige confirmed that uh, Adam Warlock will be in Guardians 3. Yes. So that's pretty cool. But will they release Howard the Duck? Sorry, I think he got out at the movie. end of the movie or yeah, it was at the end of the movie after the Infinity Stone like exploded. Yeah. The collector's
1: like But house. it's to be in the Guardians movie. That's what I want. Oh. I, I need him to be in it, not just a twin a ten second after the credits scene.
0: And he needs to be a Guardian of the Galaxy. Just give him the title.
1: Automatic. <laughs> so off 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 topic real fast. I finished like I hadn't watched Guardians two yet. And I had to house it for my mom last night. So I was like, okay, I'll just watch Netflix all day. I finally watched Guardians 2. I was not ready for the end of that, like, at all. I was like, like no, this can't. Like, oh, they gave him the funeral. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, it was good. Like, like, I was just, man, this is such a heartfelt moment right now. And then, like, Rocket brushing his eye away. Like, no, you can't end like that. And then, like, ten seconds later, uh, Drax gets hitting the chest with the yaka arrow i'm like okay they fi- they ended it on a funny note <laughs> yeah. uh
0: well yeah that was it was a little bit sad did you cry no <laughs> no bro i don't i don't no. cry I don't, no. I don't cry at all
1: i was actually cutting onions when i was watching it <laughs> my eyes were itching really bad and that's why they were watery
0: Okay. Uh, Jamie, do you have anything else you say wanna say before we move on? No, I I think we're covering things pretty good. I'm just
2: you know, sitting here. I I wanna see Guardians three, the I, I agree the timelines get a little wonky. Um I think it's gonna get a little more wonky once this Fox deal finally goes through
1: and they reshuffle what gets uh you know, put out in All what order. X Men movies are taking place while Civil War is going on, but those movies are older than Civil War. But well, um, I X Men fits. I promise we're gonna find some little looping and warm Yeah,
2: I I I've, everything is. figure what they're probably gonna do after yeah I figure what they're probably gonna do after the second Infinity War is just use a time stone to reset everything.
0: Sort of like <laughs> that'd be such set. a cop out for everything. <laughs> like everything that you've watched up until this point, throw it out. Doesn't matter. We're resetting <laughs> the
1: timeline after Infinity Two. This well, is the MCU Part Two. Welcome to the comic book world, movie world. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> movie- such a DC thing to do. <laughs> 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 we don't like how it's going. Reset it. <laughs> Are, the this? Are the Watchmen controlling Marvel too? Mm.
0: <sighs> All right. Last thing I want to say in the news section before we move on to America's favorite game show is that Pacific Rim Uprising comes out March 23rd. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, if you do go and see it, in theaters, before I get a chance, make sure you tweet in or message in on Facebook and tell us how Spoil, amazing it was. Spoiler. Don't don't, don't don't tell me how bad it was because I know it's not going to be bad, and if you think it's bad, then I'll automatically know that you're wrong. So,
1: so. I would only go see it because John Boyega is in it, and we, as a humanity, do not deserve John Boyega, so anything he does is automatically great.
2: What about Scott Eastwood and his man pretty?
1: It's going to be so good, guys. <laughs> Our boy visiting sick children as Finn, when, when when like Make-A-Wish Foundation isn't even asking him to do it, he just goes to hospitals and visits kid as, kids as Finn. Just warms my heart. Seeing that on Instagram, it's like, it's the best thing ever. So we don't deserve him, and anything he does gets my undying love and support.
0: So Pacific Rim Uprising nominated for Best Movie of the Year already? It, confirmed? It
1: will, it will win
0: okay all right well that's that's good enough for me guys let's move on play some bad samaritan um hey here you go (laughs) this is your first episode of dialage for hero clicks bad samaritan is a game where i've chosen three modern age figures in front of me, I have a list of 20 clues. Seth has a random number generator. He's going to give me a number. I'm going to give the associated clue with that figure, and then I'm going to give each uh, person playing in this game a chance to answer and see if they can guess what the figure is. They're going to get three clues, three guesses apiece, and at the end of those, three clues, three guesses. They don't get it. I'm going to win a point. If they get it, they get a point, and we're going to do that for three separate characters. So are you guys ready to play some Bad Samaritan? Is there? Yep. All right. Seth, give me a number. 14. 14 is going to be opening attack power. The opening attack power on this character is blank. <laughs> oh, boy. Dude. Well, that's a great way to start off, so I might as well say this now. Uh, we do encourage you guys to, once you hit the clue, pause it, see if you can come up with a guess, uh, press play, and see if you're right.
2: Uh, let me see here. Um I think the uh, – I don't think either of the Beast from X-Men and Xavier School has an attack. So uh, uh, I'll take the number three Beast from X-Men Xavier School.
0: Okay. Uh, Beast locked in for Jamie. Seth, do you have an answer? Darwin. 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 Actually, I think – Darwin. I'm trying, to remember. I'm trying to remember these characters as you guys say.
1: Darwin has okay. a completely blank dial.
0: <laughs> locked in for Darwin. Beast and Darwin. Survey says – all right, looks like we're going to move on to round two. Seth, give me a number. Five. Five is rarity. Wow, you guys are nailing it. It's a common. <laughs> you have a common with no attack power. Top dial.
1: I'll go with thug.
0: Thug locked in.
2: I'm going to keep guessing in the X-Men Xavier School. Uh, I will guess the worst figure in the X-Men Xavier School, Artie.
0: Artie, locked in. Survey says... <laughs> Not bad guesses, guys, but... Man, you guys are getting horrible clues. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: okay, give me a number. Oh, sorry. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve is any special combat <laughs> symbols... There are no special combat symbols on this figure. Great. It's great. Uh, Man, you guys have got nothing.
1: Um, yeah. the opening attack. Comment. No
0: opening attack. No special combat symbols.
2: Uh, the <laughs> I'm going to guess Mindy Kuk- uh No, Celeste Kuka. Mindy has something, I should. Okay. Celeste.
0: One of the one of the cuckoos. I never remember which one's which.
2: Yeah, because I know one of them doesn't have... Like, two of them do have something, and one has blank.
0: Gotcha. Seth, did you give me an answer this round?
1: Not yet. I'm still trying to think, but I'm trying to make it fast. I'm just trying to remember who, who doesn't have an opening attack power. <laughs> it's so, like...
0: These are the worst clues ever. Uh... uh <laughs> Colter's going to listen to this and be like Man even I don't know what that one
2: is (laughs) (laughs) He's so good at this game It's like a savant
0: He is Because it's top
1: dial And I know how this game works I'm going to say It's it's, it's, it's either the ex-student Or the ex-trainee Because I think the ex-student Yeah I like the ex-student a lot So the ex-student is Like for support He doesn't have an attack so I'm going to go with the ex students.
0: Okay. We got one of the kooko – kookoos? cuckoos. Whatever. And, and uh, yeah. So, survey says... <laughs> I feel bad for you guys, though. So I'm going to take the point this round, but I'm going to give you at least the set. It's
1: going to be the new X-Men set.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Star Trek. Oh, a set. I, I... – I care nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just going to keep giving you clues until you know what it is. At least somebody may be able to guess. All right. 25 points. Top dial stealth. One trait says it doesn't make any sense. Probability control, but only to reroll 1d6 uh, and only. Lo- be- lo-
2: chi, Lokai, L-O-K-A-I.
0: Lokai, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Number four, Lokai.
1: Yeah.
0: You guys didn't get anything good for that one.
1: No, that was that was rough. That's I wouldn't okay. guess that because I do not care about starting <laughs> whatsoever.
0: Well, let's move on to figure number two. Seth, give me a number. Fifteen. Fifteen is opening defense power, and the opening defense power is going to be a special defense power. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and read it. But let me give me a second so I don't accidentally put the character's name in the description uh. <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not gonna give you what it's called, but I'll give you what it does okay you can't play golf
1: rules yeah. gotta read it as it says <laughs>
0: <laughs> blank can use super senses and toughness when blank uses super senses on a result of three to four, blank can use invulnerability instead of toughness for that attack. Uh. Oh, it sounds like I stumped you guys this round.
1: Uh, I I feel like it was the in the Spider Man set.
2: Uh Invulnerability and Super Senses. I'm just trying to think of who would have that power set.
0: Uh, it's super senses and toughness.
2: Super senses and toughness.
0: And then if if they
2: uh, three or four basically
0: th- fail at super senses, three through four they can use invulnerability instead of
2: time i wonder Um, is it uh tv spider-man from uh 15th anniversary what if
0: okay um in the game of know. Bad Samaritan, if you just say the name, it will cover all characters with that identical name. So, uh, TV Spider Man is different than Spider Man. So you are saying TV's Spider Man?
1: Yes, yes, that okay. is correct.
0: All right, uh, Seth, do you have an answer? Uh,
1: I'm just trying to think. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a good one. So I guess it sounds like something like Daredevil or Iron. Or like Iron Fist would have, so I'm just gonna say Daredevil, cause I have no clue. Okay,
0: hey. rock in with TV Spider-Man and Daredevil, survey says. <laughs> All right, going on to round number two. Give me a number.
1: Okay, we have 18.
0: So 17 through 18 on my list is a free play, which means these guys have a choice to make. They can ask for any one piece of information about this figure. Such things include normally chosen, name, keywords, set, rarity, trait, that kind of stuff. So what would you guys like to know about this figure? I'm rolling set, but.
2: Yeah, I was going to say either the set or the keyword. We can do set.
0: Okay. set. Locked in for set. Your set is going to be what if.
2: Ooh. So I was on the right track.
0: You both were on the right track, actually.
2: Um.
1: Uh, I don't remember much about this set. I know I have a lot of it, but I never really played much of it.
0: I don't think anybody did. Don't feel bad.
1: <laughs> such a terrible set.
2: <laughs> um.
1: uh, No
0: cheating by going to HC Realms, guys. Is (laughs)
2: it is it a regular Spider-Man from that set?
0: Do you want to say Spider-Man? Your answer, Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay.
1: Iron. Is it? uh, I feel like it's one of the Iron people. There was like four of them in that set, though, that weren't Iron Man. Iron Punisher, just because I know that's one of them.
0: Iron Punisher locked in? Yeah. Okay. Survey says... (laughs) All right. Final round. What's your number?
1: Uh... My computer would load. Come on. There we go. Okay. 13.
0: 13 is opening movement power. And the opening movement power is going to be <laughs> Really? Force Blast. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: I don't even I I bought literally none of this set. So that's that's why I'm having some trouble thinking about what it is. I
1: still really feel like it's one of those iron people. Like, I have a lot of this set, and I went like, is it because I really uh, wanted to kill Peter the Hunter, and no one around. Is there is there an Iron Rick
2: Jones? I feel like there is. I'll, I'll just tell you by guessing the Iron people.
1: Iron Rick Jones. That sounds. Uh. There's Iron Rick Jones. There is the Iron Punisher, Iron Man, Iron the cat, Iron the the British one. And then there's
2: yeah. a, I'll take Iron Rick, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, locked in for Iron Rick. What about you, Seth?
1: I'll take the uh, the British one. The Captain Britain. The British one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like Captain Brit or something.
0: Like I'll that. take it. I'll, I'll accept it as an answer. Uh, survey says, looks like the point is going to go to Jamie. Who? I guess uh, right. I knew ten I
1: knew it was one the of the people. <laughs> nice.
0: Yep, Iron Rick, number 10 from What If. Nice. All right, let's move on to round number three. What's your number seven seven is generic keyword there is no generic keyword on this figure
2: no generic keyword that's
0: that is correct
2: weird um uh magneto the realist from x-men xavier school
0: okay locked in for magneto realist
1: Uh, Thor Odinson, because I feel like he only, I think he's only got the Asgardian and Avengers keyword.
0: Okie dokie. Locked in with Thor. Survey says... (laughs) Moving on to round two. What's your number?
1: We have number five.
0: (laughs) Five? Yeah. Really?
1: Five, yeah. Uh,
0: rarity is number five, and your rarity is going to be a rare...
1: Okay. Is it, oh.
2: hmm. Um. How about uh, I've been playing with this figure a lot. I know he doesn't have any keywords. Uh, Chamber from X Men Xavier School.
0: Okay. Chamber locked in for Jamie. I. F-
1: I think. Well, no, I don't. I can't remember if the Fast Forces, Doctor Strange. I think. I, I want to say it, it has defenders but I don't remember if, I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange without Mystical would be stupid so that wouldn't make any sense but for some reason Doctor Strange just won't leave my head so I'm just going to say it
0: <laughs> okay locked in with Doctor Strange and chamber survey says <laughs> last round of the last figure guys what's your number 10 Name of special power. <laughs> there is not one.
1: This generator's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the generator's fault! Um, hey, if it makes you feel any better, I found some of the best acting of all time ever in a sound clip. You want to hear it? Sure. Oh, no, not the beast! <laughs> not the beast! Ah! Yeah, you're right. I think we should cast um, Nicolas Cage as Adam Warlock in the MCU.
2: Yes. He should have also been Superman.
0: (laughs) Yes. There was actually an article I read real recently about him uh, actually finally getting brought on as the voice of Superman in an animated thing for for whatever. But, yeah, that's going to be a thing. But we'll get into that later on.
2: Um, Okay, so I'm going to throw out uh, Professor X from X-Men Xavier School.
0: Okay. Locked in with Jamie?
1: I'm going to guess Gru.
0: Gru. Gru. Locked in. All right. So, first of all, survey says... (laughs) This is going to make probably some people out there mad. This is the best figure of all time. I just want to point that out there. Comes from... The Joker's Wild said it's number 35, Killer Moth.
1: <laughs> oh, you would. Ah.
0: <laughs> oh, man, it's so good, though, guys. I don't understand why people wouldn't want to play this figure all the time.
1: It's okay, though, because you know what you didn't get? You didn't get your sweet.
0: I'll get it one of these days. <laughs> I, blame, I blame Jamie. Uh, Jamie, I hate you now.
1: The last time right. played, Jamie got one point, and you got two. So Jamie has yes. this – Jamie is 2 for 2 on making you 0 for 2 on your sp- <laughs> on the spoiler season.
0: Oh, man. Guys, come on now. Just give it to me. It's going to it make my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to another segment. This segment we still don't have a sound clip for, so I just want to point out there, if there's anybody out there that wants to throw us out ideas for Dial H for any of the segments that we don't have sound clips for, casual comparisons, being one of them, go ahead and link us something that you guys want us to make a sound clip out of, and I'll see what I can do about it. Well, so let's move on to casual comparisons. Casual comparisons is a segment where we like to choose a figure, and then we're going to pick three different iterations in the game of hero clicks, three different figures from the same universe. Spoiler alert, it was a little difficult this week. Um, we're going to compare these figures. We are going to look at the dials. Not super crazy in depth, but just see what they do. And then we're going to talk about why that character that we chose, that figure we chose, is the definitive version of that character, why they speak to us, and uh, why we like that character. It's the version that we think of when we think of that character. So we chose Batman. <laughs> it was a long time coming to choose Batman. There's only, like, over 100 Batman figures in the game of Heroclix. And as we are not all huge DC guys what I was saying when I said it's a little difficult to pick is because we just kind of guessed on which universe these kind of belonged in
1: we say universe as in it's DC (laughs) it's the DC universe if there's a blanket it covers it it all makes sense just throw logic out the window because there's way too many Batman to try To say, oh, well, this person is kind of in the same universe as this one. Oh, but what about this?
0: Okay, yeah, that nullified it. So DC. Actually, it brings up a good point in that we don't really have a ton of DC knowledge. So if there's any listener out there that you claim to be, you are a self-imposed DC aficionado and you're constantly angry at us for not knowing anything about DC, why don't you let us know who you are? And then we might be able to collaborate with you sometimes and ask you questions to make sure that we get things correct.
1: Please call us so. a Filthy Casual and instead of Scooty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, we chose three Batman. Let's hope that they're all the same universe Batman, and if not, oops, our bad. Jamie, let's start off with the figure that you chose.
2: Yes, uh, I chose uh, Justice League Trinity War number 51 Batman because he is the Batman.
0: <laughs> he is the I- Batman.
2: Uh, Good choice. Yeah. So, are we, we're talking about the powers and stuff later? Or you want me to give? To, yeah, go into the dial, okay. and then you just explain
0: why you chose this Batman right. to be like the definitive okay. iconic Batman. Uh,
2: so this Batman has two different point values. Uh, I'm if I'm running him, I'm going to play the 150 points because that's how Batman rolls. Uh, has Batman team ability uh, five uh, five range dual targets. Uh, Starts off with a 9 movement with running shot, 12 attack with a special, 18 defense with toughness and indomitability, 3 damage with a special. Uh, Has improved movement, ignores elevated terrain. uh, Has a trait, which is uh, a new kind of Justice League. Adjacent friendly characters with a lower point value and the Justice League keyword can use the Batman ally team ability. Friendly characters named Superman or Wonder Woman don't have to be adjacent or lower point value. Uh, Then he has that special on his attack, which is Utility Belt. Give Batman a free action and choose a standard attack or damage power. Batman can use that power until his next turn. And then uh, the special on his damage is World's Greatest Detective and Strategist, which states uh, Batman can use Outwit and Perplex. When he has no action tokens, he can use Probability Control. Uh, This is the guy because he can use the best damage powers in the game, arguably, uh, all in one turn. And uh, the special on his attack, to me, really reflects, like, his prep time. Like, you know, the Batman fanboys are always like, well, if he had enough prep time, he could beat anybody. So, you know, you can pick, you know, any attack or uh, damage power in the game uh, to make this guy a really formidable attacker. And that 12 attacks is really oppressive um yeah so oh, that's that's okay. what i have for you
0: right on uh let's go to seth who did you
1: choose i picked world's finest 50 batman the super rare he starts off with nine movement 12 attack 18 defense indomitable three damage running shot precision strike toughness he's got two traits World's Finest, Batman's powers and abilities can't be countered if Batman is given an action while adjacent to a friendly character named Superman. Batman can use the Superman ally team ability this turn. In the second trait, The Dark Knight, Batman can use sidestep. So that helps with his running shot, sidestep and then into it or, you know. He's got the Batman Family, Detective, Gotham City, Justice League, and Trinity keywords. And I just I've played him a lot and because I didn't have Trinity War Batman.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, or KC Batman, for that matter. So I was like, okay, this Batman, for 100 points, he's got the Batman ally, as every Batman should. So I just I just feel like for 100 points, he's got Precision Strike, he's got some in-cap with outlet, combat reflexes, he's got flurry late dial. He's six clicks long, but I just feel like his traded sidestep if you're playing him on a Justice League team, keep him next to Superman, and it from the same set, really, because that Superman's pretty decent too. So, I just I like him just because he's he's cost efficient, a twelve attack precision strike. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hit at least, or at least you hope you hit. So mm-hmm.
0: you probably should with twelve attack,
1: right? Yeah. So.
0: Okay, let's move on to my choice, and that is going to be 002 Batman from the Justice League strategy game. Coming in at 150 points with the Batman ally and Justice League team abilities, 6 range double bolts. No special combat symbols, but he does start off top dial with 10 speed running shot, 11 attack with a special attack power. I'll get into that in a second. 17 defense, so it is a little bit lower than the other two with toughness. Outwit, 3 damage. Uh, He does have improved movement, ignores elevated terrain, ignores hindering terrain. Um, He does have uh, a trait. It's called study the enemy. Uh, Whenever Batman is hit by an attack or misses an attack, place a strategy token on his character card. Give Batman a free action, remove any number of strategy tokens from his card, and increase his attack value by one until your next turn for each token removed. (coughs) Uh, He does have a special attack that's called utility belt. And what it does is, Batman can use energy explosion, sidestep, smoke cloud, regeneration, and improved targeting. Ignores hindering terrain. When he uses sidestep, he can use improved movement. Ignores characters. So, I've read some Batman comic books in my life, but I will tell you outright that I have spent way more time playing the Batman video games than I have ever spent reading Batman comics. Including Arkham Asylum. So when I see the he can sidestep and movement ignores characters, it just reminds me of Batman leaping over people to get behind them and punching them in the back of the head and stuff like that. I love that. The study the enemy thing, I like it somewhat in a way. Here's why. If you don't have probability control on your team and you do miss, then at least this gives you some semblance of... uh, You're going to be okay, champ. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, Now, he doesn't have that special attack power for the first two clicks, and then he gets it for the last three clicks of his seven-click long dial. This does have uh, three different colored numbers on it, because this is a switch click, and you can put it onto the uh, Justice League team base. Not a lot of people play team bases anymore. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I do really like this Batman. The sculpt is sweet, too. It is very much the new 52, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm pretty sure these are all the new 52 Batmans, I hope. Uh, but I like him. But let's get on to the voting mo- the, uh, aspect of this. Let's start off with Seth.
1: Oh, Trinity War. <laughs>
0: just,
1: <laughs> just because he is like... It's Batman. His, if you can be being attacked by a shark and you just somehow have a shark repellent, you have everything that you could ever need on your belt. You ha, you should be able to just pick up on everything and just adapt to your surroundings and pick what you need to pick. There's no doubt yes. in my mind. Trinity Wars probably the best Batman they've made.
0: Not that I really need to ask, but I'll do it anyway. Jamie?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Trinity War Batman. He he is the uh, Batman that's always prepared.
0: He's just so good. <laughs> Why did they make a Batman this good? I love how the trait, by the way, doesn't really add that much value to the character itself. It's one of those things that I think traits should be where it's just added bonus to the character. What makes the character the character, but mm-hmm. it doesn't actually add points to it. Like, if, if you're not playing with a Superman or Wonder Woman, it doesn't really matter. But if you have a Superman or Wonder Woman on your team, this is fantastic. So, hands down, unanimously going to go to Trinity War Batman is going to be Dial H's official Batman, at least until some listener corrects us on something and says we couldn't compare those three. That wasn't accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good job, Batman! Yeah. yeah. Okie dokie. Going to go into a different little portion uh, where we like to tell you about our value-for-value model here at Dial H for Hero Clicks where uh, we like to give you guys entertainment on a weekly basis. We now put out more uh, podcast content than any other Hero Clicks podcast out there. So if you feel like we are increasing your (laughs) guys' weekly commutes or just overall working or making you guys laugh on a regular basis – you could uh, go and spend twelve dollars on a pack where you pull, you know, that Beetle guy. What was that one we just covered? That I already forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one wants that. You, you could have just help. You could have helped out the podcast. Be part of the community. So, uh, yeah, jump onto our Patreon and you can help us out and you can increase your heroic ranking level. Like. Uh, actually seth has been doing and uh seth i just want to say thank you again uh we've got some more people jumping onto the patreon we really appreciate that guys really helps us continue the podcast and keep going and um i want to throw this out there because this happened last week we did not drop the ball on some of our patreon uh rewards or whatever uh things have just not been going well as in we got vinyl in for the new decals so that we can start mass producing decals except for now. Apparently we have to get a different printer because the printer we got, it won't fold the paper. It's too thick. The paper is too thick because it's vinyl. So you can't run it through this stupid printer. I don't know. It's a whole hassle. I don't really want to get into it, but we're working on it. Trust me. Which actually reminds me, Seth, what did you put that on? I was just curious.
1: Oh, it's on my, uh, my Hero case that I take to uh, whenever I go play. Does anyone ever ask about it? I've had one person ask, and I told him that it was a podcast, and he, like, turned his nose up at it. He's like, why would you listen to people talk? I'm like, alright.
0: Uh, you know, it's called... It's like radio or something.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, people have, like... I've noticed people have looked at it, but they've never, like, formally asked me about it, so... If you're listening... Hmm. And you hear my voice, and you recognize me. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's going on, guys? But so anyway, just uh, jump over to our Patreon page. We'd appreciate it. Uh, let's just, move on to some community.
1: I just wanted to say one thing real quick. For the sure. cost of a, of a cup of coffee, it's once a month. You don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. It you you have to donate, like. You don't have to donate $10, 20 It doesn't matter. You can donate a dollar. I donate 5 For the cost of a cup of coffee... You can help support these wonderful gentlemen, make everyone's but a, dreams come true.
0: There, There's like, it really is to be said, there's a lot of people that go out and they'll buy like a pack of Hero Clicks, and there's always that gamble and there's a lot of people that are always disappointed. Some people get lucky, sure, uh, but then you're going to spend like $12 on a pack and then you're going to pull like a, a $2 rare and that's all you pull out of your pack, which is really, it's a crappy feeling. Um, but even if you do pull a figure that you want to play, a lot of people's individual collections are so vast at this point that you spend $12, you pull a figure, you play it once, which means you got an hour's worth of entertainment out of that one figure, and that's if it didn't get creamed. We, we put out like four to eight hours of content a, a month. <laughs> so just food for thought. Let's move on to the community, though. We like to put out a Community Tuesday question every Tuesday. We put that out on Facebook, on Reddit, and on Twitter. And, man, we got some crazy, I don't want to say backlash, but there are some really opinionated people on this week's Community Tuesday question. Uh, the Community Tuesday question was, How would you feel if WizKids eliminated random boosters and only sold Fast Forces, starters, or theme packs uh, i stole that idea of theme packs theme packs because that's what they have moved into in the game of dice masters you are no longer going to be able to buy individual packs that are foil that are randomized you can only go and buy the you know exactly what you're going to be buying so it got me wondering what would happen if WizKids did that with hero uh, would you buy more or less product And what if the quality improved at the cost of quantity? So I know you guys actually both answered this on Twitter. So let's go ahead and start off with you guys on what you thought. Uh, You don't have to read word for word, but tell me what your general consensus is as of this moment. Jamie, what do you think?
2: Um, Overall, I think if they have a figure in there or a couple figures that are uh, good to really good – Uh, They would sell just fine. Uh, I would cite fast forces and starter sets as an example of that. You know, there's always that one must have figure, and that figure generally commands the entire price of the fast forces. So let's say you put two of those in there, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're buying a, a $12 fast forces and you're getting $28 worth of figures you're playing, you're going to be a lot more likely to play it. Uh, If they're all you know, okay to average figures, nobody's going to buy them. They're going to stay on the shelves. uh, A lot like this past, uh, the the X-Men Xavier School Fast Forces, there was nothing very good in there, and I haven't seen anybody buy it.
0: Okay. Seth, what about you?
1: Not in the same boat. If you make it so that there's at least one to two good figures in these theme packs, then maybe people will buy it. But I'm under the opinion that I like the fact that I can go buy a booster and I'm either going to be really happy, moderately happy, or disappointed. Like, I like that gamble. That's what, like, has always been cool to me about this whole game, is the mystery of, oh, what am I going to get? Like, today, I went and bought two boosters. I pulled a rare Storm and a rare Prodigy. I was bummed because I already have a storm, but I didn't have prodigy, so I was like, okay, I I I broke even. So it's like, I feel like if if they were to just okay, this is exactly what you're getting, it would make it boring. I wouldn't personally buy anything. I'd buy singles and just call it a day. Because if I'm gonna, if like what would even be the point if I can if somebody's gonna buy a whole fast forces and then sell this piece everybody wants that one piece i'm just going to buy that piece from someone else because WizKids is trying to like yeah sure okay quality over quantity but at that point in time there's you're not putting much out there like if okay this is exactly what you're going to get if you buy this set well i don't want all these other pieces i'll just wait until until the figures come out and i'll buy them online or buy them from somebody else
0: Okay. That's just my and, and as we go through these answers from the community, you're going to see a lot of people that agreed with you guys entirely, and you're going to see a, a handful of people that were just like, yeah, no, I, w- I would much appreciate it if they would just move to that. hmm So let's go over to the Facebook. Seth, you've got that pulled up, and Seth yeah. is going to go back and forth with me like Calder normally does. So why don't we start on the Facebook?
1: Okay. Again, I'm not great with names. My voice sounds bad, so... If I your name, I apologize. So, first, we have Jacob Anderson. He said, I think it would be a bad idea, and it would hurt sales.
0: Okay. A Citizen Collectible on Twitter said, If the only available product was open and visible, we'd all buy a lot less and have a lot less options for play. We all love opening boosters, but I think, honestly, WizGoods would do well to offer more open product in addition to sealed boosters. By the way, if any either of you guys have any opinions about something that is said, just jump in. And if not, just uh, we'll go back and forth.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm paying attention. I'm just yeah. trying to think. I mean, I mean, I agree. I, I think I I would be extremely happy if they cut down to four main sets a year, and then every month had a new Fast Forces type type of product where you knew what you were getting. You knew the dials. Um, And then, you know, you had three or four times a year where you had a blind set rather than releasing, you know, once a month or twice a month, a a new full set.
0: Gotcha.
1: Seth. Jake Robinson. I love I love these ideas. I feel like nobody buys for the randomness. It's few and far between when you buy and come out with something worth your money. I feel most bought. I feel most buy-breaks cases for the guarantee of getting the figs that they want. I think they would sell less product, but I'd pay more for really good quality figures.
0: Okay. Uh, Cody Williams said, I only like buying boosters for playing either draft or sealed. Otherwise, I would prefer to know what I'm buying. I don't like the gamble of buying boosters just to grow my collection.
1: Alrighty. I got... David Herberger, blind boosters are fun to open, and in my opinion, would sell more. We have we have all seen clicks addicts opening boosters after booster. Personally, I like fast forces and buying set teams.
2: All right, uh, can I chime in for a second?
1: Sure. I I
2: think you know I agree about the opening of the blind boosters and that being fun and stuff. But something like I've been beating the wardrobe about on my channel is like to get in new players and stuff like that. And I think you know a twelve to thirteen dollar asking you know you uh, MSRP is a lot, and it's supposed to go up with Avengers Infinity. Um, I'm I'm wondering if it would behoove them at some point to knock it down to three figure booster packs and maybe having it be like seven dollars. You know when I first started playing
0: HeroClix, they were seven dollars a pack. You got four figures for seven dollars. Yep. I remember that being a thing. Yeah. And then now, granted, that was 15 years ago, 13 years Mm -hmm. ago or whatever for me personally, man paying $13 for a pack. I I'm sorry. It just does not happen very often for me. Yeah. Like, like once a year, will I buy a pack at a shop?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I just, I, I feel like they need to do something about that price point. And if it's that it's too expensive to make, then maybe consider, you know, decreasing the number of figures to, to get to a price point. That's more, you know, impulse friendly.
0: Do you
1: re-
2: agree? know, and, and like, I can remember too, like I started playing, you know, collectible games when I was like 10, you know, could you imagine being 10 and trying to get, you know, 30 bucks for mom and dad every time you wanted to go play a game and get, and get new stuff so that you could get two boosters. Like, you know, but you might be able to get, yeah. you know, 12 or 10 bucks, you know?
0: Yeah. Seth, what were you going to say? <laughs> I don't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I have an answer on Twitter from Dan, and this is all Dan said. I'd welcome it.
1: (laughs) Short sweet, to the point. Got it. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) Uh, David Kohler over here on Facebook. I would say that it would work. It would hurt small businesses because people wouldn't be buying in large. If they could do theme packs, it wouldn't be fun for sealed tournaments. Sealed tournaments are so much fun for the unknown
0: i guess that's true until you sit down and you pull absolutely nothing in your sealed pack and you sit across the table like let's remember back when nick fury came out and you pulled an entire pack that was probably a total of like 150 points and then your (laughs) opponent sat down and pulled hulk at 300 points one figure yeah yeah that's that's real fun yeah real fun I uh, got an answer from Little Plastic Superhero. said, part of the fun is not knowing what you're going to pull. If they went to only Fast Forces, starters, and theme packs, the quantity of hero clicks would get, we would get would go down, too. I don't know if I agree with that. The last part of it, anyway. I would say that if they made fewer figures in a set, instead of making a set of, like, 80 figures or 75 figures, cut it down to, like, 30 figures then they could work more time on those 30 figures and not have things like grammatical errors in the cards and they wouldn't have to errata things all the time.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd say between 30 and 50 figures per set. Um, yeah, what do you really help. need 80 to 100 figures for anyway? Yeah. And, and then two, I mean, if they're, if they're not releasing sets as often, but they're doing fast forces... I wish to stop them up from upping the fast forces from six figures to ten. You know what I mean? And just reusing
1: sculpts? That would make sense. Sure. Back to the Facebook. You got Hank McCoy. He said I'd go back to buying product if it wasn't blind packed.
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
2: that's bold statement, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: On Twitter, we got TMU. Uh, said looking back at fast forces, starters, etc., we've gotten, maybe Ravagers, Rogues, Deadpool, and Mercs for money are the only offbeat ones. Whatever anyone's opinion on blind boosters, going away from those would kill most of Seth's figures, and consequently, also Draft Sealed as a format. Yeah. I, I, can, I think he has a point there as far as killing Draft uh, Sealed.
2: Yeah. Because at that point, I mean, if everybody knows what's in the pack, whoever picks first can pick whatever
1: the most powerful thing is. And then everybody's going to get stuck with the crap.
2: Yeah. I mean, unless, gasp, they put six good figures in. That would be the
1: thing. To stop stop people from just buying the one figure, why not make six figures that are actually worth buying? Mm -hmm. Hey,
0: wizards. (laughs) (laughs)
1: ah okay I've got Chris Capron Mr. Enrageous himself I think the way they've been going has been right on in theory making more commons and generics and slight variations are options that allow them to be more valuable Loki, ninjas, trainees, even variations for named characters like the the cuckoos I also thought shifting focus was a great idea when done in moderation. I agree with everyone else's comments. It would kill the game to remove the mystery element. However, I would pay more for fast forces that play more like scenarios, like a starter set with optional scenarios you can play out based on a storyline. I've also seen some other packaging have a a mystery area for a random fig. Maybe Shopkins. (laughs) (laughs) Shopkins? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. You know, that, that sounds silly, but I mean, like, you know, maybe here's five figures that, you know, and here's one that you don't know. Yeah. Or like it could be like, let's say like not that they do this, but they have like a Fantastic Four Fast Forces that normally has a silver surfer. And like you can get a Fast Forces silver surfer that has like a, an actual chromed paint instead of that. You know, just stuff like that where it's like maybe even just the same figure, but a paint variant.
0: That'd, oh, that would be cool and easy. Yeah, I would assume. The paid yeah. variant would be the rarity. You
1: either got one figure that's not chrome, or the other one that's the yeah. chrome, and then you theoretically got the chase. Yeah.
0: Oh, so kind of like adding a chase to a fast forces. Pack. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like like how Funko does
1: their stuff. Okay, they make a million of one figure, and then they make the one glow in the dark. Oh, now he's the chase. I used to well, I used to collect those way before I collected Click. So, like, hunting. I remember, like, going different places and just hunting for trying to find a chase. Didn't matter what one it was, but I wanted a chase. But <laughs> you, you would have, like, 80 of the same person in a row, and then it was, like, the one box you'd find it was a chase. So it was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, what's the difference? Oh, it's furry, as opposed to this one just being plastic. Like, they actually used felt. And like the one I had was Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. He was actually furry, and if you bought the non-chase version or the exclusive, whatever, he wasn't. He was just like the plastic, like they make all the other ones. So I could un- I could totally see that being like the mystery element. Am I going to get the regular character or am I going to get the super unique kind of different paint variant chase quote unquote figure? Like, you know you're going to get Silver Surfer, but is he going to be silver, or is he going to be, like, chromed out and super cool looking and everybody's going to want it? Right.
0: That would be a really cool idea. Uh, kids, you don't, me said, me <laughs> you don't have just
2: to pay me it. Just use it.
0: Just take our ideas. <laughs> take our ideas and make it real it's so it's a better it's game. Me.
1: I won't even charge you for it. Just take it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Coach Steph said, personally, I think it would be bad for business. I know I'm just one customer, but part of the fun is the unknown factor of the game.
1: Got Chance McKinn. People would buy less because they're no longer buying boosters to try to get the one, quote-unquote. So they could just single-handedly buy the figure, which is what everybody does anyway. But the mystery... I'm I'm hammering that in. It's the mystery. Maybe you did pull it.
0: Maybe you did. Uh, I I never get lucky, so um, you're It's not my life. You're in there. You're trying
1: to. You're 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 moving that booster around just a little bit so you can maybe peek inside to see what you got. You're feeling it because maybe that devil dinosaur is in there and it's heavy as all get out. You don't know, and that's what's great about it is you don't know. Uh,
0: looks like we have a new uh, listener answering on Twitter named Clinton Gale, said, probably more. Uh, I would only I only buy blind if I want more. Uh, mo- most of the set, a la Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I still need a lot of D-listers that might not have theme, which I feel like at this point, if a character's been a character for very long, they're on some kind of team somewhere at some point. If WizKids would just do a really good job of keywording, characters it would eliminate that problem
1: yeah uh i've got mike welch i think i think his answer is shorter than dan's he just what he just said get real <laughs> that's it oh get okay real. all
0: right
2: is this not Jay real
0: Sanson said i don't think this would work they they would have to churn out tons of Fast Forces sets a month. They would probably get even worse about giving us one good figure per Fast Forces. We would lose what little diversity we have. I don't know what this guy is talking about, little diversity. There's like a billion characters coming out a month right now. Uh, they would probably increase the cost of Fast Forces sets. I see no good in this. Mr. Sands and I, I respectfully disagree with most of what you just said. But I respect your opinion and thank you for answering.
1: Alright, over here I have, oh, it's uh, Petri from the last cast. I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name, but hello my Finnish friend. I like the idea actually, but I'm afraid that such a movie, a move, sorry, move might lead to either A, increase of prices, or B, less diversity in models. (laughs) As much as I'm not a fan of random boosters, I feel that they lend themselves to a larger selection from which to choose than other options. That being said, I really do wish that WizKids would sell theme packs, a higher price alternative, but without any chases or maybe even super rares. Like if they had a theme pack of Shredder and Four Foot Ninjas, I'd buy one or five if the Shredder wasn't unique.
0: That's a well thought out answer. Yeah. Dodgers 88 said, way less, making it non-collectible would probably kill the game. I mean, how did how good did the upper deck versus relaunch go? Now, <laughs> this guy made a good point. Um, the versus crashed into the ground because of this. So I wonder if we're going to see the same thing happen with Dice Masters now that they're going that route?
2: I mean, maybe they're using Dice Masters as like a pilot program.
1: Maybe because Dice Masters isn't that much of a played game. I have never seen anybody walk in and buy a pack of Dice Masters and leave. I've yeah, no- that, was, that I- was a dumb decision.
2: <laughs>
1: like, why would you cannibalize your own players? I literally don't even know anybody that plays the game. No. Not even as like, a, oh, I picked it up just because it's something to do. Like, there we have no fan base here. We There is no player base where I'm at at all that I'm aware of. I could be wrong.
0: I will play the game every once in a while with Jaylene. Uh, and that's mostly because she will not learn hero clicks and has explicitly stated she will not even try. So, we wanted I- some game to be able to play together, so we played we chose Dice Masters. Which what an idiotic decision on my point, uh, on my part. Hey, I constantly complain about WizKids. So let me give WizKids more money. I'm oh, buying
1: <laughs> both of their products, but I I don't like them, but man. <laughs>
0: <do they> have... <laughs> I haven't purchased anything for that in a pretty long time, but once upon a time I did. I have quite a few cards and dice. So,
1: Robert Clark. I'm a relatively new player with less than a year into the game, and where I'd, where I'd say there is room for them to improve how they do things, I have to say I would miss that blind booster. It's like getting lottery tickets. Sure, you waste your money a lot, but, but what a thrill when you pull the one you wanted. <laughs> if you get rid of boosters, it gets rid of the secondary market or at least hurts it. I would propose bringing the price up a little and improving the sculpts and packaging so I don't open broken figures anymore. I understand that, and I understand where he's coming from. But increasing the price on an already $13 five-figure pack, it, you, it wouldn't go over well. If you're going to... Or make it charge you're like if you're gonna charge twenty dollars for a pack, I'm just throwing a, a number out there. Let's say they put it at twenty, and they're trying to say, oh well, we rose the pro- we are, or we wait we raised the price, so you know the figures are gonna be a lot better quality. I highly doubt that it would make it past one set. They would see all the money they're raking in, and they'd be like, oh okay cool, and then quality control will go down. It'll be good for the first set maybe two sets. I would give it two sets. But I understand his frustration. I'm not I haven't been one that's opened a couple broken figures. Maybe a fangarian warrior when Joker's Wild came out. But I've seen people that have opened broken chases and broken super rares. I'm like, man, that sucks. So
2: Yeah. Hey, I, I was just sitting here having a thought about, you know, the the increasing and decreasing prices and stuff like that. And I I for a while contemplated switching to uh X Wing because their models are just phenomenal. Have you guys ever seen any of those? Yeah.
0: Uh yes. Like Fantasy Flight. They, they look great, oh, but they're so expensive. Yeah, it's
2: like fifteen dollars. But I was thinking, what if you bought like a fast forces style style pack? And it had, you know, the dials with the figures. And then what you were buying, like, let's say it was $40 to buy a 20-figure a twenty figure Fast Forces type thing. And then you bought the blind boosters that had just the dials that you could switch out on those figures. So it would be like three different versions of the Hulk or, you know, an alternate version of um, Captain America. And it's like you're just changing the dial. So there's no figure to break in the boosters or anything, sort of like you can just change uh, what ranking level you are on the X-Wing games, like if you're a, a named pilot versus a generic or something like that.
0: That's a very interesting idea. I don't know if WizKids would ever do that, but it. I feel like it could work if done correctly. Yeah. Uh, we've got last answer on Twitter from Bushido. Justin Sly said, I don't trust them to execute execute that transition. They only adequately do random boosters. That being said, they still need help. <laughs> well done, Justin Sly. Well done. <clears throat> okay.
1: I still have quite a few on Facebook.
0: Oh, I still have to go through Reddit.
1: Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, Peter Zachary, I apologize. I'm not gonna read your novel that you have because my I I just can't do it with, on account of my voice. But to be just to sum it up, he says that the debate can be disputed from both sides, and he just goes on to say like theme packs would be beneficial. Not everybody would want to buy it, but ever or er, yeah, many will dispute it but the target audience will be there. So people that want it, they're going to buy it. The people that don't want it, they're not going to. It's good for a growing game, like for beginners and starters, so that way they have, you know, their figures to choose from. But, yeah, he just goes on to pretty much kind of devil's advocate everything that he says. He brings up one point and then counters it with another. I can't read it right now because my voice is getting bad, so. But it's very long. If you do, to- let's
0: move over to Reddit. Uh, as long as I'm alive, says this would kill the secondary market. Probably, I see this as being an unwise move, as it means less people are buying product and more unsold product for stores. If there is no interest/slash good pieces in a starter, uh, I would end up purchasing less myself, as there are very few themes that interest me. If they did take the Warhammer approach, it would be still successful in theory, but it would create even higher bar for entry when there is already, which means less players.
1: Yeah. makes sense. Fifteen dollars is I mean, when I first saw the price tag on a booster, I was like, ooh, that's, this seems like kind of expensive, but alright.
0: Dude, I'm still that I'm still that way. <laughs> I won't walk into a shop and buy a random booster. Not for like thirteen dollars to pull a three dollar rare, no thanks. I'm good. Especially three months after a set has already been out and then all of the rares are like two dollars. Right.
1: Chance McCall, for me personally, blind boosters aren't what affects my my amount of purchase. The biggest issue I have is flooding the market with back-to-back-to-back sets, along with the fast-forces per set and con exclusives. It's to the point where all I buy is Thunderbolt and JSA pieces.
0: <laughs> Bentley82 said, This would stagnate and or kill the game in most scenarios. Awful idea all around. Um now introducing theme packs beyond the current fast forces might be an option but it would have to be handled a bit more delicately maybe split bricks would work civil war could have been a great experiment for this half the brick is pro half the is is anti-registration and marked with red blue fronts commons would have been all neutral figures but uncommon and, and above would have been themed on the side you chose either way quality should not be impacted by quantity regardless of the packaging this is an issue with the company that needs to be improved all around
1: Mark Carter, I think if if Heroclix were more of a living game than a collection game, I would be more inclined to keep, to keep playing. But I stopped buying boosters pretty early and bought singles anyway, so who knows? I personally like the living game format better than the random collectible.
0: I actually know Mark Carter as a person. We've played Heroclix in real life together multiple times. I didn't know he still listened to this podcast, so that's really cool. Thanks, Mark. (laughs) Adosa Buckley said it would definitely change the approach to the game. It's March, and as of this weekend, I have played in three sealed events this year already. Our store is getting a pre-release for Infinity, and I expect we may also do a sealed for it and a sealed for Batman. On top of that, because of the way it's distributed and because I'm a compulsive collector, I constantly gamble on boosters. If I could just buy a theme pack and it had everything in it, I don't need to buy two of them. For X-Men, I bought a brick plus, basically, another brick playing sealed slash buying off the shelf. That's more money than I care to tally. I don't know how much a theme pack would cost, but if it was, say, the cost of a brick or 50 figures, but that's the whole set and now everybody has all the same figures, I certainly wouldn't buy two. I think what he's getting at is, like, he wants the company to keep making money from reoccurring purchases from uh, us – um, I'm not looking at it from the the company standpoint, personally. I'm looking at it from your own personal collection. Like, you, me, if I go out and buy, like, three boosters and I pull two of the same common, non-generic figure, like, if I pull two, I don't know, Darwins, like, that's not going to help. Like, what's that going to do for me? That's cool mm. I pulled a Darwin.
2: Well, I, I think a lot of short-sightedness occurs because people are like, well, you know, people stop buying... You know, uh, we'll say somebody buys a lot. We'll say every Heroclix player buys three cases. You know, there's not a lot of Heroclix players, actually. There's like less than 10,000. And then you compare that to something like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon that has, you know, uh, slightly less than 10 million. And, And you're like, you know, we need to grow the game. And if in growing the game... Uh, people hypothetically go from buying you know let's say two cases of product to just that product one time but you're introducing 10 times more people you know overall the company's making more money you know and and it's whatever's yeah. going to expand the base and, and keep the pl- the most players the happiest and i i know nothing upsets me more than you know paying 120 dollars for a brick and pulling 85 dollars worth of stuff you know. Yeah,
0: for sure. But uh, I mean, that is the gamble behind it. That
2: that is. But I I think if they could if they could do some stuff to expand the game, and I really think that the the non-blind mixed with a blind strategy would would help. I think they need to definitely have more fast forces and less uh, full set releases.
1: All right, back to Facebook. PJ Bolin said eliminating seal just seems like a bad idea that format that format happens to be pretty popular uh,
2: yeah who's who's PJ Bolin? yeah who are you and why, <laughs> and why do you win a lot? Does he win? Uh, I don't even
1: know who he is
0: never heard of him uh, on Reddit we got Matt's amazing. You can't have a collectible game without randomness. You'd have people who buy one of each item and then have nothing to collect for three months. Also, the value of the pieces would plummet since nothing is rare. And there would not be trading because everyone else would have every piece. So a couple things I want to deconstruct there. One, I don't see a lot of trading to begin with. I never did, even when I frequented at shops, because a lot of the people that are in this game love spending money in this game. That... That's how much they love this game. So there's not a lot of trading going on around me that I've seen because everyone already has pretty much everything that they want. They went out and bought brick after brick or singles offline to make sure that they got everything that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is it is it even three months now at a time before we get another thing? It feels like we're getting something like every month and a half, every two months. Yeah, we,
2: we get a new set pretty much every month and sometimes twice a month.
0: So I don't know where he's getting the three-month thing. And then uh, also the value of pieces would plummet since nothing is rare. I'm completely okay with that. I don't think a piece of plastic should be worth $120, Mobius Chair Batman.
1: Uh, or almost $300 lockjaw.
0: Yeah, no. It's, no, it's a little piece of plastic. <coughs> but that's just me.
1: <laughs> uh. Okay. Christian Bogan. I think not having random boosters would almost effectively kill the secondary market. I enjoy the trading aspect of the game with the system in place as it is. It allows a more diverse game. It's fun to see the types of teams people come up with using their, only their limited number of people. Uh,
0: the last answer that I have on Reddit is from Baroque Works would hate this because boosters with huge sets are the only reason obscure characters get made. They could never market and sell an Emissaries of Evil Fast Forces or Starter Pack, but those characters could slowly trickle through in different themes in different sets. I do agree with this. Uh, There are so many obscure characters out there. Like, let's take this Infinity set that's about to drop. Do you really think we would have ever gotten a Space Knight's Fast Forces if it had not been for this set? I kind of agree with that point.
1: It helps the little guys out. The lesser known person will get clicked in a bigger. Unless
0: you unless you collect DC, in which case you know that you're only going to get Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman in every set anyway.
1: Right? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what set you are. Oh, well, we're Flash. Yeah, Batman, you're going to be a- <laughs> Harley Quinn. You're going to be a-, a rare in the Flash set. Why? <laughs> because. <laughs> Tristan Campos I would still buy Fast Forces starters and such because I love Hero Flicks but not having boosters bricks would make it less fun, no surprise and pointless. The reason I like this game is the random factor a la booster pack and then
0: I, I don't have any more so you keep going man.
1: Okay. My, this is the last one. It's from Malcolm Rush Oh boy. One second <laughs> Okay, only problem with this question is that they don't sell Heroclix here. But to try to introduce Heroclix to Japanese market, this would be a great way to do that. Because only once I've seen Heroclix at a Japanese store, and it was Batman 66 and and Kick-Ass. No map, no rules, no info. So someone someone bought it, they would not know anything about the game. But if they had a Batman 66 or a Kick-Ass Fast Forces or Starter set then when a random person bought it, they could figure out how to play the game. But I would take any Heroclix. Now, for me, I think a good mix because the fun part is not knowing what you have until you open the booster. But to get maps and update and rules, fast forces, and starter sets, that's a great way to get new people in or update rules. I would also make the starter sets and fast forces above average to awesome dials and sculpts to make them special.
0: Okay. Well, it it looks like everyone's all over the map on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I probably pretty much well made my opinion known as we were going through that. So thank you, everybody, for writing in. I didn't know we were going to get this much like feedback from this particular question, but that was pretty cool. So I appreciate that. Uh, we, as previously mentioned... On I believe it was last episode are giving away a copy of Spider-Man Homecoming, and that is going to go to Justin Sly on Twitter. So, Justin Sly, Bushido, go ahead and message me on Twitter. Uh, Give me the code word VENOM so that I know that you're listening to the podcast, and I will hook you up with a copy of Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, We don't have any birthdays this week on the Dial H birthday calendar, so we like to – I mean, this is a community with us, so – Two things.
1: I need to hear that Arabian birthday, so please, people, get them in.
0: Yeah, you get, I, you know, I'll even play it right now just because this is what you get to hear if you message into Facebook or Twitter or anything. Just tell us your birthday, someone in your life's birthday, someone that plays at your shop, maybe a local player or a judge or anything like that, so they can get a shout out on the birthday, and this is what they get to hear the official Dialect Arabian birthday. Oh, there's more. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, wait. it's ridiculous. We know. Oh, what's there's the point? more. It's like Billy Mays here with another. There, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hear the rest of it if you if you write in with somebody's birthday. All right, tell us their birthday uh, date and then tell us their name. That way we can give that out to them. Also, we appreciate everybody answering not only the community question but jumping onto each other's answers. This is a community, so we like when you guys actually talk to each other i think that's really cool uh make sure that you guys go and check out all of the trailers that we were talking about and the articles those are going to be linked in the podcast notes we really do uh think that you guys should go and check out the podcast notes there's a lot of additional content to help your week go by if you jump into those and um let's uh let's go over to you guys you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we end for the night jamie
2: no, I had a good time as always. Being on here, thank you for asking uh, to asking for me to come on.
0: Oh, absolutely, man! You want to plug your YouTube channel too while we're at uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys
2: can find me if you like what you heard here. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at uh, youtubecom Uh I also have a, uh, a Patreon page, uh, Mister uh, patreoncom Uh You can find me on uh, U- uh, not YouTube. I already said that Twitter. <laughs> uh at mr ClicksFlix and there is a mr ClicksFlix Facebook group if you want to uh, hop on there
1: and see the stuff that's going on there
0: cool uh Seth you got anything you want to plug before we get off
1: uh no just uh thanks for bearing with me while I have this sinus infection I know my voice has been going in and out all ta- all night so it's been annoying me and I know it has to have been annoying you guys so just thanks for bearing with me uh I'm not I'm not a YouTube personality I'm not I'm just I'm just a regular guy. I'm just a fan. I just like this game. So if if you could do me a solid, if you appreciate me as a person, donate to one of these young and just help out the help the community. Help you. They put out fantastic content. So
0: we really really appreciate that, and I know that you. this will make you happy. So uh, I'm gonna play this. <laughs> just just this is for you, Seth Aaron. This is for you. You see my downstairs mix-up? Yeah, I didn't ask to see that, did I? I'm
1: old Greg. <laughs> uh, there you Not go, man. Never okay. old. It never gets old, and it never will. Long live old Greg.
0: All right, well, uh, you can write to us on Dialage, at Dial for Hero Clicks. Uh, that is the number four on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Dial for Hero Clicks. Just search us out. If you want to send us an email, which happens from time to time, it's H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. And uh, this is really weird that I'm going to have to do this since Calder isn't here. But just like to end and say, Dial H for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Tune in next week. You can hear Calder talk about his WKO experience as well as what you come to know and love us here at the Dial H studio. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Take it easy.